This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Well, hello, and welcome to Paranormal Pets. I am your host, Brandi Stark, and on this edition, we are talking with other members of the Spirits of St. Petersburg who are going to tell us some of their scariest paranormal pet stories. And we're going to get started with all of this right after these messages. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Paranormal Pets. So I am very pleased today to be hosting the Spirits of St. Petersburg, my paranormal team down here in Florida. For two or three years now, they've been working with me on the supernatural and uh, it kind of occurred to me that we should do a Paranormal Pets roundtable with other paranormalists out there. So they have very graciously agreed to come on. I'm going to have each person introduce themselves. Uh, We'll do Marina, Carissa, and JJ. Tell us who you are, what your part of the team is, and then we'll get to your paranormal pet story. Sound good? Sounds good to us. All right. So go ahead. I think it was Marina. My name's Marina, and I am an empath in the group. So I I feel things. I, I sense presences and spirits around me. All right. How about you, Carissa? I'm Carissa. I'm one of the investigators and also another empath, but I feel uh, things too, normally male, female, sometimes can get tell ages as well and maybe where they are in the room and that type of stuff. All right. And JJ. I'm JJ and I do investigating. I also do some research and I also try to find out what the latest tech gadgets are to use in investigating. Excellent. And we have one other member, but uh, she's tied up tonight. uh, So hopefully we'll get her eventually. Uh, That's Viva, who does uh, a lot of our audio and video uh, recordings and analysis. So um, it's a nice group. I think we've been together, what, three years now? Does that sound about right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Are we counting 2020? (laughs) I don't know know what we do with that one. Um, These uh, these folks have been kind enough. They have worked with Patroclus in the past, 
And of course, uh, I have not uh, quite yet mentioned, if you hear some additional background noise, I will apologize ahead of time. Uh, most listeners know about the pugs and that they do make a ton of noise. But uh, unfortunately, about six weeks ago, one of my pugs, Mr. Belvedere, passed away. I was 15 and a half, and I have Achilles, who is a retired paranormal pug, but he is now about 15 and seven months. Uh, and most of my pugs are kind of older. So it was time to get the next generation. And so uh, some of this background noise is going to be little Neoptolemus and little Ajax, my two new uh, baby pugs. So they have not yet learned about quiet time. <laughs> so <laughs> we're, we're working on it. But uh, yeah, that'll be our next generation. Achilles is our retired paranormal pug. Marina worked with him once. I, uh, I think on his, his last case, in fact, you all have worked with Patroclus, who is our current paranormal pug, and uh, I'm not sure if it will be Neoptolemus or Ajax, or maybe both, that will be up after Patroclus retires, so kind of fun. But uh, let's, uh, let's get to the heart of the matter. So, Marina, we'll start with you. What is your best paranormal pet story? Well, I was living in uh, my townhouse at the time. It was um, it was a brand new build, but it had been built on land that used to be a mobile home park. And I had had a few experiences on my own, but I had a um, a new little one of my own at the time, little little Westie. She was, I think, by the time she had her experience, she was mm, maybe one or two years old, so she was still a little puppy, and. My bedroom is a place that I had had an experience before, and she did not like the bedroom. She would at times stare up into a corner, just stare as if something was there and I didn't see anything. Oftentimes, she would stand at the threshold and would refuse to go into the bedroom and just growl. Or she'd be laying on the bed and in that same corner that she would stare, she would just start growling at nothing. So, but I had had experience uh, one time, I, there was a ceiling fan in the room and I came out of the shower and the ceiling fan was going, but the switch was off. So I had had experiences in the room. So she was picking up on something else that I, that was unseen. And in that same townhouse downstairs, that was upstairs, which is unusual. That used to be a mobile home park, but downstairs, one time she was on the sofa with me laying on top of me. I was watching TV and she was facing the other way, like behind me. And all of a sudden she picks up her head and her head starts moving as if she's following someone walking like right by the sofa, but there was no one else there. So those were a couple of incidences with her at that house. And in fact, we just had kind of a recent thing that happened a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I always have things happening to me. So uh, I'm sorry. Remind me for a minute. <laughs> the whisper, the whisper and her. Uh, oh, yes. Thank you. I, like I said, there's always things happening. I've moved to a new place. I'm in an apartment now and she was in her crate and I have a doggy cam. Yes. Set up. And in one of the bedrooms, there was, I caught a whisper on the camera and at the same time on her doggy camera, she's going nuts. She's howling. She's 
turned sideways in her crate, like facing the door to that bedroom and pawing at the crate, trying to get out. So I don't know what that was. I can't explain that whisper, but yeah, I don't know if something followed me or if there's something new. Lucky you, right? (laughs) (laughs) Lucky me. All right. And it's the same Westie, right? It's Stella. It is the same Westie. She's now, that first incident happened, like I said, when she was about one or two. And now she's going to be 12 next month. So um, yeah, we've had a lifetime of experiences together. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Well, then how about you, Carissa? We lost Carissa. Uh Oh, did we lose Carissa? All right, we we will go to JJ and hopefully get Carissa back. So JJ, tell us some of your paranormal pet stories. Well, we had at one time, she's passed, but we had a beautiful Russian blue named Pippi. And she was extremely attached to me, sleep right next to me every night, sometimes on me. And she would kind of make, you know, like make those like biscuits with her paws in the pillow. Mm -hmm. That was like her routine. And she was really, really close to Itty Bit, who we still have. Pippi kind of took over like a mother role to her. I mean, she just, they were like inseparable. And so Itty Bit now is doing the same routine. She'll come alongside me and I feel her walking over me and then she makes her little biscuits on the pillow and then she jumps up to wherever she's going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So one night I'm laying there and I feel, I feel her crawling on me over my legs and then but she wasn't making any biscuits i thought that was odd because that's her routine and they're very routine so i look up and she's not there there's no cat there and i look and she's a completely across the room in her bed and so i believe that that was pip oh cool has it happened again no that was one time but i have noticed that itty bit the, the two of them used to chase each other all around the house at night and itty bit seems to be chasing something i think she's playing with pippy and the two of them and she's just running around running around like because she does these things that she never used to do before when pippy was alive like she's taken on you know her personality but she like i was like honey what is with her and he's like i don't know i think you know what i think they're chasing each other i think they're playing they're doing their nighttime play how many years has it been pippy oh my gosh she passed away a while ago I'm trying to think if we've had any new paranormal phenomenon here, but I think it's actually been pretty quiet other than uh, Patroclus really kind of when he goes to the studio looking at the same corner, which it turns out, and I, I found this out fairly recently, that the door that he stares at is kind of kitty cornered from my door. And uh, we've had some phenomenon happen there. We, that's where the vortex is. And um, this other artist is the one who actually called us in. He was the one that reported the ghostly phenomenon. And he could hear it from his room, his studio, which was pretty neat. Is it that the studio that has the original part of the building in it? Yes, that was the original employee lounge. So kind of fun there. But it's actually Art Lofts has been kind of quiet lately. Uh, we did get that nice EVP there. But actually, I think Patroclus was there, but we were in a different room. <laughs> so details, details. Now, did we get you back, Carissa? Yes, I am back. Sorry about that. My phone shut down completely on me. You always have fun with your electronics, don't you? Oh, God. I was Today was a fun time with technology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it is the solstice. Yesterday was the end of Mercury retrograde, and tomorrow is the last supermoon of 2021. So everybody just hang on. <laughs> We're going to do the best. <laughs> so 
But you got good time, and that's the good news. So, Carissa, what is your best paranormal pet story? I actually had to think about this because I started thinking, I'm like, it's not going to be one that happened to me personally. It's going to be one that happened to my mom, but it was my dog. Okay. And this was back when we lived together in Ohio. We had Bo. He was a giant schnoodle, gigantic thing. He came up to my hips, and I am tall. And he would always sleep in mom's bed with her. Every night, he slept in mom's bed with her. A few years before he moved, he passed away. He was like 15, 16 years old. He lasted a long time. Yeah. He went quick. And I think it was a few months late, a few months later, we got a couple of other dogs, but none of the other dogs slept in the bed with her, uh, mainly because they couldn't jump up onto the bed. Bed was too big. Mom was going to sleep. She got everything ready for bed, was falling asleep. And she feels a dog jump up on the bed with her and snuggles up with her. And she just, you know, assumes that it's Bo because he was the only one that did that. And it honestly wasn't until the next morning when she woke up completely and realized that she was holding what looked like a dark shadow, then disappeared as she looked at it and said, Bo. Oh, wow. So she was actually holding? She was holding on to what might have been Bo. Wow. That's unusual because normally you don't hear about physical manifestations like that where such a tangible, that to me almost sounds like a full body contact type of thing. Not just, you know, you're feeling a cat jump up or, you know, somebody kneading your pillow, but actually that sensory contact, that's pretty cool. Did it happen just once? Um, It happened just once that I know of. Um, A few weeks after that, we all ended up having to leave the house for other reasons. Okay. That's wild. I, I actually have not heard that story from you. So that's pretty cool. It is not. It, it had to take me a while because the, all my other stories were like, well, I was investigating and a wild animal scared me. <laughs> yeah. <but>. Me too. <laughs> that's another paranormal pet episode. <laughs> so. We were together. Yeah, yeah, we we do remember that one, let me tell you. And then I was like, there's that one that something jumped onto my car, but I honestly don't know if that was a ghost or an animal, so I can't say it was a paranormal pet. (laughs) Definitely wasn't a pet. It would have been a wild animal if it was an animal. Well, you never know. There are shadow animals still out there. In fact, we got I think we've got a couple shadow animal stories that we'll take a look at after the break. So, you know, just keep track of it. And uh, if we do another one of these episodes, we'll expect more stories. (laughs) So you'll have to solve that one for us. All right. Well, do my best. <laughs> no problems, right? No problems. Well, I'm going to go tackle some pug puppies, and I think we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back right after these messages, and we will take a look at a couple of submissions and see what the group thinks about uh, some of our recent paranormal pets. All right. We'll be right back after this. Now, time for something really scary a word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There's no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise, 
advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host, Brandy Stark. And welcome back from those lovely commercials. And as promised, I have a couple of paranormal pet submissions. We did update uh, the email that I have for stories. So if you have any, please feel free to send them in. I believe you can find the link on the paranormal pets page uh, through petliferadio.com. But I was going through some old emails and much to my surprise, I found a couple of story submissions. So let's just go ahead and go over them. So this one is from, sorry to say, December of 2020. <sighs> sorry, all the background noises, they're just puppies. We're just going to go with this. And like a bird. It did. <laughs> or a monkey. You have no idea how much. And they make the cute little yappy yappies and they make the cute little dream puppy sounds. And, uh, and it sounds like pug on helium, but it's all the time now. <laughs> they have become vocal. So that that is the stage. They're about three months now. And um, we've got a second set of puppy shots for Neotolemus. Ajax goes in on Monday. They've got third puppy shots. And then I, I, have to, I am getting them neutered because they're, you know, they're not going to be bred and I don't show them. So all that's coming right down the pike in the next three to four months. So I guess it'll be nice and vocal. Uh, and someday I will miss this when they're big pugs and they, you know, they're not doing their cute little puppy thing. So I, I will have this for posterity. So will everybody else out there. All right. So December 20th of 2020, I did get this email and it's just kind of a short one, but it says, uh, I found your site while trying to find information on the subject online. After seeing a couple for myself, I just thought I would let you know what I witnessed to add to your compilation. A little after 11 o'clock at night, I was watching TV with the lights off when I saw in my peripheral vision to the right of me, a black shadow about the size of a regular sized house cat on the floor. What I saw was definitely not shaped. As soon as I noticed it and turned to focus on what it was, I saw it was gone. About 30 minutes later, I saw a black shadow about the same size again with my peripheral vision, but this time to my left. And once again, when I turned to focus on it, the shadow was gone. I'm not sure if what I saw was the same thing or two different beings. I do not recall ever experiencing this before, and I did not get any sort of feeling other than being somewhat startled to see something unexpected. I am sensitive, and I usually know when an entity is near me, and I can feel what type of energy it is, whether negative or positive, but I felt neither from this. It was just something new, so I thought I'd look into it. I would be curious to learn anything you might tell me about this. Thank you for your information and time in advance. And that's coming from Kathy. So what do you guys think? To me, this already sounds like a shadow animal story, in part because shadow animals show up and they're usually very felinoid. They almost always are described as a combination of a cat or as a cat, but felinoid in appearance with various sizes. So I've had one described as kind of a bear size or a cow size uh, to mice-sized shadow animals, but uh, the felinoid element that they are very stealthy, quiet, certainly does seem to be a part of this. What do you guys think? 
reminds me of a, I saw on a TV show where they have paranormal video clips of this footage of this cat completely materializing and then disappearing on the couch. And it was the shape of the cat and it was a black cat and it was like a full solid shadow in the shape of the cat and, and the people who shot the video said that it was sitting just like their cat did. It, it looked just like their cat and I watched it over and over again. I couldn't explain it. It was really cool though. That is pretty neat. I haven't seen that clip. I've seen a couple of others where, uh, for example, there they had one episode where I guess a Labrador that had passed away kind of manifested in a photograph. Uh, they've had a couple of things along those lines or the really cool security video that almost showed what looked to be like a couple of dogs running and they were not solid. It was really fun. Yeah, I think I saw that one that was beyond a little gate, like the house, the gate. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. That was, can't explain it. And how about you, Maureen? Well, did she say whether or not she had had a pet previously? She did not. That was the entire email. Yeah, I. it's interesting that she, both times she just saw out of her peripheral vision, because you do hear that a lot. You know, I, oh, I saw something out of the corner of my eye, but then when I turned to look, it was gone. Um, and if it was a pet, you know, and if it wasn't a pet she had had if it was just a pet that was associated with the property or, or whatnot it would tend to be a little skittish i would it could have so just been I passing through story yeah. that makes sense and my other thought was cats are magical everybody knows this and the the notion of a shadow animal uh, is also one that it's perhaps a wild animal that has just passed away um, but it's usually kind of rushing through. Now, she doesn't describe a lot of movement with this one, so I don't know. Except that it was on two different sides of the room, like one side and the other. But she did say there was about 30 minutes in between, and normally I don't get to see a lot of stuff, but I saw one shadow animal once in my life, and this was in a, an investigation years ago down in Temple Terrace. And this thing, it looked like it was running directly for me to the extent that I was I had an infrared camera, and I, you know, I could see this thing. I could not, it did not show up in the camera, which sucked. But I literally kind of dropped my camera hand down and stepped out of the way because it was moving so quickly through the room. So the fact that it's not moving that fast is kind of unusual. Maybe it's just an animal ghost rather than a shadow animal. <laughs> How about you, Carissa? Any uh, input? See an animal. Don't be afraid of it. Most likely it's either passing by or just saying hi. Yeah. Maybe a drop-in. Yes. If it is a bear or a ghost bear or a cow stampeding at you, you should probably definitely be afraid and run the other way. But otherwise, <laughs> if it's like a cat or a dog, you're probably fine. <laughs> yeah what would be really interesting is if i will email this lady back i did send one email but i'll try again but sometimes i think that animals before we get them they find us if that makes sense i know for many years for a while usually in march april time period i would i swear to you i would see an extra pug and i as far as i know i'm not completely insane i'm on this side of sanity but it's like there was one time i was pulling into my garage and i swear to you, I saw like a pug running from my back door into the garage and I slammed on the brakes and there was nothing there. You know, so I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a pet from the past, if it was a drop-in animal, if it was an animal that, you know, was showing up because eventually I would have it. <laughs> maybe, maybe baby Ajax or Neotolemus, or if it, maybe I was just crazy. Maybe I have too many pugs. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just lost my sanity because they, they will do that to you. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so we just have to, we just have to raise them a little while longer. It'll be fine. Right. So it, it's pretty wild. It is pretty wild. Well, this is the second and final email and this will kind of wrap up our show, but um, it's a short one. It's very short. Um, and this is from January. So I'm running a little bit closer to on time. Sorry, people. I really did not know that email was still active. Um, and this comes from a Renee. Um, and she says the night before last, which would have been one my husband and I saw a small black animal run across the floor. We put our little black dog to sleep on this past New Year's Eve. We did not see her face or front paws, but she ran across our kitchen towards the bedrooms. We discussed what we saw immediately because I jumped up in pursuit of it. We agreed that we saw the exact same thing and it had to have come out of the wall. We believe that it was our dear little Kahula. My husband is freaked out by it and I'm trying to stay calm. I want to believe that it was her, but afraid of trickery from something else. I am still grieving badly and my husband thinks that Kahula came for me to show that she is okay. And that's the entire story. What do you think? I would agree with that assessment. I, I think the pet was just coming back for one last goodbye, knowing that that she was, you know, grieving so hard. He just wanted to let her know that he was okay on the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I believe. I believe in the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> Although what's ironic is that it was running quickly, and that to me is more of a shadow animal. <laughs> so well, but it was running to the bedroom where they've yeah. probably spent a lot of, you know, quality time and Okay. You've got a good point. Yeah. And I do think sometimes I personally do think animals reincarnate. I think they they do rebirth. And perhaps, you know, she was kind of doing that last, you know stop in before you know crossing over to come back again i mean you just never know so fun times though and it's kind of neat when people do submit stories so um hopefully we'll get a few more in i will add these up to the uh, shadow animals page uh, hopefully this month i today was my last day of teaching a class and so i should have a little more time as we move forward but uh, if folks have stories please feel free to send them in we'd love to get them so do you all have any advice as we kind of wrap up? Is there anything that you, you would love to tell people before we go? I would say just be observant and just realize that your pets probably see something that you don't see. And I also do believe that they come and visit us. I think so too. How about you, Marina or Carissa? I would say, um, I would ditto that. Just be aware and, you know, pets and children oftentimes see things that we don't. They are much more sensitive than we are for the most part. So just, yeah, just be aware and, and observant, like JJ said. Very good. Carissa, anything? Unless it's a bear. <laughs> and then just leave it away. Right? If you're hearing a bear, you're probably not going to stick around to see if it's a live bear or a ghost bear. I haven't heard of any ghost bears. <laughs> you know, wouldn't that be cool? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I was just saying that before, <laughs> Not sure yet. You know, my general advice for bears is just, yeah, leave them alone and let them be bears. And, you know, you go be a human somewhere else. <laughs> so. The ghost bear appears in the woods, would we even know? <laughs> just like if a tree falls in the woods, does it make sound? Yeah, I know, right? I have not had any reports of ghost bears, though. So we're, and I haven't really read any accounts of ghost bears. Uh, and even that first email in which the person was afraid, or the second one, excuse me, that the person was a little bit afraid that it was something nefarious. Um, I mean, that I find interesting because you do hear about uh, dark forces showing up as children, sometimes as black dogs, but those are usually like 
big ones with red eyes. And so since that description was not in here, I'm going to say that she was okay. <laughs> I, think it was I think it's just the fear of the unknown. You know, if, if you're not used to seeing these things as we all are, um, yeah. you know, being in this business, um, you know, it, it is unnerving. And so just, just don't be afraid. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you three for being on with us today and our producer, Mark, for bearing with us <laughs> this rather interesting session, but we made it. I do want to remind everybody out there, if you are interested in seeing what's going on with the Spirits of St. Petersburg, feel free to check out our website at spiritsofstpete.com. Uh, we are hopefully going to be in the world's largest ghost hunt. Uh, we do have an upcoming investigation that might have a ghost puppy. So there might be a ghost dog haunting this establishment. And if so, hopefully we'll get an episode with that one. But yeah, feel free to keep in touch. Remember to support your local rescues. Uh, I recently adopted two little girl rats from Rat Rescue of Florida, and they are adorable and super high strung. But uh, save lives, always very, very important. And with that, the spirits of St. Petersburg and I are going to wish you a very happy haunting. Take care, everyone. Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.